0: Hi folks, I have a pile of warnings for you for the next uh, two episodes, so um, let's go with horrific accidents, COVID and the pandemic, cancer, popcorn noises, uh, Christianity, ADHD, dental, uh, also bad recording because I dropped the microphone and didn't notice it at some point, so it's really echoey and I'm sorry about that. Uh, oh, and um, um, pet medicine things. So that's that. The second thing is, uh, as you might have gathered, we have pets. Uh, Sergei is currently pacing around my, my desk. The chickens hopefully have all gone to bed. They were being uh, uh, pushy about that earlier. And um, yeah, these, these things happen. Um, <clears throat> finally, we swear. Often we swear a whole fucking lot, so uh, you've been warned. Welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode... I am breaking this interview into two parts. I have heard you, the long shows are nice and all, but also this one naturally broke up because there were some technical difficulties and we were experimenting. And anyway, um, part one of what is the last interview for year six. Holy shit, it's the last interview of year six. Um, Selfie has come back and we'll have part two next week. We will wrap the year up with letters the week after that, and then done, 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 episode 300, where we interview me. Isn't that a thing? It's a, it's a thing. So you will notice a distinct lack of Ursula this week. She is on her way home from the emergency veterinary hospital. Those of you who follow us on Twitter know that Hound ate something that disagreed very strongly with her. Uh, We think sometime Saturday we spent or Sunday we spent um, Monday evening at the same hospital um, that she's she's at now, um, waiting to hear, uh, and she was kept overnight, but was doing much better yesterday morning. And so she came home yesterday afternoon and then she immediately like slept the entire time and and has been lethargic and drinking a lot and not eating. And so she's back at the veterinary hospital where apparently something else she ate has disagreed with her and she, she seems to have something going on inside her stomach. And they will be, hopefully things will move on their own overnight. Otherwise, it gets even more expensive. Hound has spent the entirety of her life with us, healthy as the proverbial horse, and we believe she has been saving all of this up. So uh, give us good wishes for Hound's swift recovery, because um, if it takes too long, it I don't know. Wow, it's expensive, but we're still in a good place, and we will talk more about that so there, there's no need, no need to send us extra money. So, um, yeah. So anyway, um, I have here a note also about this interview that, um, this is a ride. Uh, we're just going to leave it at that. So since I don't really have any major updates to, um to give you for my productivity, except, uh, it's, I'm, I'm writing code and I'm getting things done and I have 12 baby chickens, which is possibly the important thing. Um, <coughs> excuse me, but, um, yeah, I'm just gonna, we're just gonna roll over and we're going to talk to selfie if uh, part one of our, I guess, uh, catch up interview since our last catch up interview. And I, I don't even remember how many we'll put them all. I'll put them all the links. You know how it is. All right. Hi, folks. Uh, it is the return of the return of the return. Is its is it three now? I don't know. Return so, so of, this is the third of return. Selfie. Third return. So the return of the return of the return of selfie, right? Hi. I
1: think you so, have one too many returns. You, only, you can I'm, only start returning after the first one. So you only have return of... You know what? Let's just call it selfie in space because that would be the third show, right? The third show would be in space or electric boogaloo?
0: No, no, no. Electric boogaloo is two, and now that's code for um, uh, the the uh, shall we say the the not so nice people's revolution um, that they want to have here in the states.
1: Oh, okay. So in which case we'll call it we'll call it in space because or on planet X. On planet X is good too.
0: Oh, on planet X, I like that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, now now we'll have to yeah. Um, I am putting that actually in my notes. Wow, people, you get to see a lot of how the uh, how the sausage is made today. Anyway, uh, Selfie is here to catch up, right after after a year of breaks. And oh, yeah. I said breaks, and um, I already said in our our warnings that that horrific accidents. You didn't break any. Wait, before we get to that, we get to that <laughs> why don't you remind, introduce yourself, and remind everybody of what you do.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Selfie Trabia. I am a consulting accountant, but I have recently found a slightly longer um, position. So I, I work as a accounts payable specialist. I am mm. a dedicated Christian. I have bunnies and rabbits and... Uh, wait, bunnies and rabbits are the same things. i have chickens. I also have chickens. <laughs> I no longer have bees. And I have a wonderful. You know, husband. longer have bees, yes. Okay. And you
0: have a wonderful husband, yes. Yes.
1: Uh, um, so. All right. Oh, and so I have yeah. Untouchable mice that live in the house, but that they're not. Really
0: uh, yeah. No. I have the livestock. Uh, yeah, I yeah, I have that problem too.
1: You um, have cats. What's oh, wasn't that problem?
0: Yes, and I've had words with them, and they never listen. Ugh. I'm like I'm like, why are there mice living in the closet? And they're like, I don't know, the mice seem to be fine living in the closet. And I'm like, No, no, this is not acceptable. So what
1: is the point so. of you cat? We got you for this very purpose. We we uh we were tamed by you in order to give you these and now fancy feast. And
0: and now every every need is met by, by humans, including affection, and all of the cats have abandoned me because I had there were treats at the other uh, and when I fed the dog just a moment ago, so now the the, the cats have left me.
1: Uh, what is the use of you if you don't give them treats? <laughs> I'm that's
0: it. Exa- that's my concern. Exactly. So, all, all right. So, um, it's been a year, and you already we already have a warning about horrific a- accidents, and we don't want to say break, but um, let's catch up. Okay. Um,
1: so yes, around the time that I interviewed with you, I was starting a new contract with right. uh, uh, this lovely uh, coal company. Right. And uh, and on the very first day of the job, my mm-hmm. computer at the workplace exploded and electrocuted me, and I had to go to the hospital. Yes. And then a week after that, I got hit by a bus.
0: I, I seem to recall that, yes.
1: And then... Um. I fell down the stairs and my toilet exploded, and a pigeon fell into my soup and died. And around that time, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no, I I'm was.
0: Sorry, it's it's it shouldn't be funny, but it is kind of funny.
1: Um, it, yeah, but yeah. you look back on it, and you're like, those all happened, and at the time that they happened, they were like, one bad incident is a tragedy, like. 35 bad incidents at some point you stop you stop having a tragedy and you start going yeah this is kind of funny and also weird and also why yeah so I was eating um ramen noodle soup outside the office and a pigeon flew into the window fell into the soup and immediately copped it wow uh, and I just um, looked at my soup and I was like well I'm not eating that anymore
0: no, no, they're they're yes, those little rats with wings. Yes. Um, wow.
1: And then an, that's
0: mm-hmm. okay.
1: Yeah, and then an owl vomited on me. Just I was cycling down the road, and then an owl landed on the handlebars and just puked up all over my front of my dress.
0: Hey, I'm starting to think. Did 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 someone put a curse on you?
1: Well, I don't know, but the, the going theory was that someone wanted to, like, send me to one of those cool Japanese isekais where I was going to be waited on hand and foot by, like, a bunch of, like, sexy, bespectacled, handsome dudes while I wow. apparently saved the kingdom. Uh, but they were just had really bad aim.
0: Bad. <laughs> yes. Yes. On the other hand, I mean, when an owl vomits, that's... that's it It's that's you know creating an owl pellet did you get any good bones out of it
1: uh well, I got most of a half digested dead rat. it was not a proper pellet, it was not a very well no. pellet, I don't think
0: no, I don't think so, no, oh dear
1: so uh it, it was <sighs> this is, yeah eerie, so it was gross yes. And really, the only uh, thing you can think of while you're, you know, traveling on a bicycle at speed, while covered in like most of a dead rat, is uh,
0: y- y- where's the nearest shower? Yes,
1: yes. Uh, um, so, and then, and then it came for my bees, which I was very upset about because yes,
0: you there, really like those bees.
1: There was an outbreak of varroa mite in Newcastle. Uh, at the port of Newcastle and um, Mm -hmm. unfortunately what happened was that because people kept trying to move their bees out of the eradication zone they just kept spreading the disease further of course they did uh you know it's like in a in a desperate attempt to protect their animals they condemned everybody else's animals so mine had to go
0: yes oh no so, there are no more bees.
1: So, there are no more bees, unfortunately, for three years, yeah. I last are... year, September.
0: Yeah. Are you going to uh, try again with bees?
1: We will after the three year uh, moratorium is over. Oh, right. But we do watch the Varroa uh, Mite News with great interest. And I may have to try with uh, more native species of bees and just not have mm-hmm. honey. You know? That's
0: fair. That's fair, yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, I like try I mean, it, like the the mini bees because they're immune to Varroa mite because they're too small. Oh, okay. I can't and get the of course bees out of uh of something if it's too small. And and all pollinators are good. It's I true. mean,
0: let's let you know mostly we get we get mostly uh, uh wasps in the back garden until our neighbors started keeping bees, and it was just like I I'm not sure about this. Nurse is like, look, they're pollinating things. Be you know, it's cool. I'm like okay. Um, uh all right so chicken thing and then we get to the what the
1: chicken thing
0: the chicken oh my god the chicken thing
1: yeah so um i had chickens and then i had to sell my whole flock because in a freak gale the entire chicken coop flew into yes, the sky I remember and that. The yes. crash landed yes. at the bottom of the garden with all chickens aboard None of the chickens were hurt in this process. Some of them were even trying to lay eggs in the roof of the now down to chicken coop, which just goes so...
0: chickens. Yeah.
1: That, that, you know, even in Australia, the chickens are like, should we write, mate?
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's all good, mate. It's fine.
1: (laughs) Um. We'll just lay eggs in the ceiling. Our house is now upside down. That's great. Yes, yeah, No. Where's the where's the breakfast? I went out that morning to feed them their morning scratch mix, and I saw the chicken coop, and I was just like, "Drew, right?" Um, and so, the chickens
0: are just like, "Yeah, that's a thing that happened." And
1: yeah, so I had to sell them, but uh, mm-hmm. uh which is uh, which was sad. But now we have new chickens here, and uh, we have decided. Uh, by consensus, that uh, in order to increase the likelihood of keeping an Ursula mm-hmm. named, all three of our black chicks from this batch will be collectively <laughs> Ursula Vernon the Fourth. All right, and that way, one of them at least. Yes.
0: Um, for those who don't know, is that uh, uh, because uh, it's your niece, right? Yeah, my niece. Um, is a grand lover of Ursula's books. Um, selfie promised to name a one of the baby chicks after after my loving wife and her favorite author. And unfortunately, there has been what it's been three roosters in a row on that.
1: Two roosters and then one lesbian.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, okay. So, and and you know these things happen. So. Uh, you know, you're you're taking no chances this time.
1: Yes. Now, I mean, the lesbian right. was okay. fine. We kept the lesbian for a really long time until the yes. the, the chicken incident that we had to sell Ursula. But um, yes, yes, <laughs> we made sure yeah, that that's... Ursula and her lover went together.
0: Oh, good. That's very important. Um, I mean, currently I've got uh, uh, Pot Pie the Rooster and uh, um, Mickey the Houdan in the honeymoon suite in the hopes that they will. Create the the first of of the breed I'm trying to design.
1: The Jersey um, Devil chicken, which is what I've been calling it.
0: No, no, it's the Chatham Devil, or
1: because Chatham the, devil
0: chicken. yeah, Chatham North, Chatham County, North Carolina is home to a a. It's sort of a mystery spot. It's it's a a place called the Devil's Tramping Ground, mm. and it is a circle of bare earth where it is said the legend says that the devil comes to walk around at night. Um in a circle pacing. Um
1: you know when he's taking plans.
0: Yeah, it's something like that, yes. Um but it's like it's in Chatham County where we live, uh North Carolina, and it's um probably about ten miles away. I've never actually been. Um so I'm gonna have to fix that. Uh but you can bring the chicken
1: there when you've got it, and then like take photos
0: we'll just yeah we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, if i can yes if if i get the right breed attributes or when i get the right breed attributes cuz this is probably going to be a multi-generational thing yes i will eventually take one and uh and we will take pictures there if the current owner of the land will let us
1: oh um, it's a private tramping ground
0: it is it is
1: That's so both um, cool and also weird anyway uh, anyway yeah updates on me Other than all the horrible accidents, which I'm just going to, like, stop there. There were more, um, but we'll we'll just stop (laughs) there. Sorry.
0: Yeah, yeah, but, I mean, this has to have had, to to keep it relevant, this has to have had a massive impact on your productivity.
1: It did, because every time I had one of these accidents, I wrote, I kind of absolved myself from doing anything because, like, I was either really, really bruised or, Mm. you know, just... uh, I still went to work um, until I got COVID, and then I had to stop working for obvious reasons. Oh, yes. Uh, and then, um, and then I, I sort of just kept myself busy, so I was just, but not like, I mean, the house went to terrible <laughs> from, like, messy to just, like, horrid. Yeah. Um, I mean, the,
0: uh, underst- the week, the two weeks we had COVID, yeah, it was... It was rough.
1: Yeah. And we had the long one where it's like after you've done it, you, you feel weak and horrible. Um, but one really nice thing was that Drew made for mm-hmm. me what I can only describe as a sulking tent.
0: Oh, so an upgrade to the closet.
1: An upgrade to the closet. So um, mm-hmm. we there was a sale on like cheap, camping you know those weird you know the really small one person made out of 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 very flimsy material camping tents that really nobody would buy because if you got rained on it would rain right through yes yeah and there was a big sale on those they were like 20 bucks oh Australian,
0: wow australia which would
1: be 10 bucks us or something like that so They were very, very cheap, so we bought one, and then we got like one of those children's foam mattress things, put that in there, and then just covered the whole thing with blankets and pillows oh
0: yeah. and so so this is i i think um it it's is it the kind that's actually made to go over a mattress and then because uh, Shepherd basically has one of those in his yurt where it's like a queen size tent that goes. Like the mattress goes inside and the tent is over it. And then you have basically an indoor tent.
1: Uh, Well, um, no, it is definitely uh, no size fits any. Okay. uh, Because uh, we have tried, uh, we tried to put a standard size mattress in it because we had one left over, didn't fit. So we just got like a foldable foam mattress, you know, one of those and just kind of cut it.
0: Oh, yeah oh yeah yeah yeah
1: because it it is really like you know it doesn't and then even if we put the the foam mattress in there's like a trench on one side
0: oh that's where you that's that's where you keep all the extras
1: so that's where i put my glasses when i go to sleep or sometimes one of the bunnies they like to sit in that trench ah yeah so it's it, it uh, and then over time because you know every time you get in the tent it wiggles it against the wall, uh the trench gets smaller and smaller and then eventually we have to pull the tent back out again, right? Right. right but right, right. you know it's 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 again it's it's a cheap tent it was it was mm-hmm. no size fits any and um yeah, uh and it works because. One of the things that I found really helpful about this tent, and I don't I don't have autism or anything like that, but once you've gone through mm-hmm. like a whole bunch of things trying to like murderize you somehow, um sitting inside a tent uh and then having like a little desk thing with a laptop on it, you feel mm-hmm. safe enough to do stuff, okay. Because I mean, admittedly, do stuff that you need a laptop for, <laughs> but
0: oh yeah, yeah, you
1: know, you're not going to go out there and clean the house, but like you feel safe enough to do stuff. So I was able to, you know, once I zipped myself into this tent, um, sort of have me on the inside and the world on the outside, and kind of recover that way, which was mm-hmm. very useful. And then you know, I would look up a recipe, and then I would potter to the kitchen. And then, uh, you know, cook whatever I found and stuff like yeah. that. So you're going to slowly get back out there. Yeah,
0: no, and that's, that's... – <sighs> I am not a psychologist. I am not a psychiatrist. Uh, I'm just going to say that is, that is possibly – that is a very interesting re- response to what is obviously a boatload of trauma, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you don't feel safe anywhere, so you have created a space where you can, and yeah. you know it, it lets you get out more and feel safer and safer. I, I think that's that's actually wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, yes. let's it, be it, honest. It. I was practically agoraphobic for a large part of the, you know, twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, thanks to people. But oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I I don't know. Does it count as agoraphobic if you go outside but you won't leave your property?
1: A bit. Yeah. A bit, yeah. I mean, you have a very big property.
0: Yes, that's fair. That's fair. But like, yeah, I didn't want to see I didn't want to go in public or see people because oh my god, people were so stupid um okay. around here. <laughs> About and still are kind of, but at least now I I feel safer going out. So, Mm. um anyway so yeah okay so big big crash but you have a tent you have a safe so now you could work in there if you wanted to and feel okay working probably yep. you can uh, uh play games mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know um yeah uh um and that's that's an interesting uh a hack for the mental health i suppose is yeah. that yeah.
1: You zip it up. And mm-hmm. then if you don't feel safe to zip it up on yourself, sometimes I would be like, husband, zip me in so that I feel like I'm being guarded by husband. There you go. <laughs> you know, yes. it, it's not necessarily that, that you know, uh, uh, that, uh, you know, that, that I, I didn't trust myself or anything, but like sometimes it feels nice to have somebody else do the zipping.
0: No, that's, that's, that's perfectly understandable, right? Um, yeah yeah
1: so it's at the it's at the bottom it's in the same bedroom uh, like the bedroom that we sleep in at night mm-hmm. and then it's just at the at the bottom part of the bedroom and plus it's really handy if um drew is doing the snoring that i can go in oh, there, yes put myself in and then go to sleep and like there is a great reduction in the snoring ah oh, yes if if, if yeah, necessary that, that that is just like you know as a last ditch effort to get some sleep
0: uh, it's yeah um actually snoring has been significantly reduced in our house since um ursula uh got diagnosed for her uh I will remember sleep apnea mm. yes um because uh, 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 that was that was one of the things. Now she has the CPAP, and I sleep better too.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: But I think one of the things that really affected productivity really was like I just had to absolve myself of doing stuff. Um, oh, Particularly yeah. after the COVID, right, when you're just feeling weak. I went oh. the first day after COVID, I went straight to the kitchen, and I tried to, to, to cook because I love cooking. Right, I cut like an onion in half, and then I found myself shaking and panting. Mm. And I was like, "Yeah, I have to absolve myself from cutting this onion because I clearly cannot physically do it."
0: Yeah. I oh yeah. To, no. I have
1: to order takeaway, uh, and bring shame upon my family. But then I, uh, but at the same time, I'm not because I have to take care of myself. Right. Mm-hmm. If I if I keep Trying to cook, I'm gonna do myself harm.
0: Yeah, no. Uh we actually um uh, Shepherd was kind enough to go to the grocery store and bring us uh and leave at the front door um so that he wouldn't be exposed. But uh, uh you know, soups and and orange juice and all the restorative things.
1: We found an amazing local meal company. Ooh. And like normally they they usually do like meals on wheels for old folks and stuff like that. Now I, I just wrote them a letter and I went, look, we have gotten COVID. No one in this household can cook. I don't care what you put on the menu. Just put something together that has no peanuts and prawns in it. And we will pay you money and you just put it at the door <laughs> and somebody will crawl out and grab it. Yes. Yes. And they were like, you poor things, we will put together a menu don't you don't need to order specific foods. don't bother thinking you know, and then all you have to do is shove it in the oven and turn on the button oh yeah yeah so, which yeah. was which was great. um I mean, the takeaway containers piled up, but you know when you when you have to take care of yourself through a long illness, not just covid like any mm-hmm. any illness that requires either quarantine or you're just too weak to take care of yourself. And and let's face it, this happens a lot, right? I mean, yeah. I've been reading Little House on the Prairie, the whole family gets scarlet fever.
0: Oh God. Yeah. yeah
1: they get malaria and scarlet fever. They can't do anything. Right.
0: <clears throat> yeah. No, it's, it's, it's very true. Uh, the, the couple of times I've had really, really bad flu about all I could do was, you know, crawl out of bed to the bathroom and, and barely feed myself. Yeah, And then, yeah, I mean, you know, you're feverish, you're weak, you're out of it. Oh man. Uh, the COVID knocked us down hard last yeah. year. Um, You know, I, I think I, I know time passed, but I have no memory of like two days just because I was so sick and all I could do was sleep.
1: Yeah. So yeah. It, in a sense, like you just have to say, there's no way I'm getting anything done,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Um, what is the bare minimum I can do to keep myself alive? Let's do that, mm-hmm. right? And the bare minimum we could do was get food from a, a, from a meal delivery company. And, I mean, if, if, if I yep. was really in dire straits, we actually do have, like, support systems here, which I could write to and say, like, look, I have COVID. We have no money. Um, yeah, yeah. We were lucky enough to be able to spend that money. Uh, to have some, mm-hmm. you know, money to spend. But, you know, you kind of just have to do what you can do to keep going. And that is okay.
0: Yeah. No. And, and it takes a little acceptance. but uh, And then at the end of it, you're like, how did I let this happen? And then you're like, well, I didn't have much of a choice. Now did I?
1: Yeah. I mean, I... Kevin has a couple of e- uh, of messages from me on Twitter, which is like, another thing happened, Kevin... Uh, you had a poem of productivity absolve me.
0: Yes, yes, I did have to do that a, a couple times.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, what happened this time? Yeah, I was naked on it, Naked Street. It was <laughs> involuntary.
0: So. Yeah. So then, then comes the recovery, and you still have to have absolution because you want to do it all, and you can't.
1: Yeah. Right? You have to.
0: You have to ramp up to it, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. So you just do. You know, it was like okay, can about five minutes, Potter around and pick up stuff mm-hmm. and put it in the trash, right? And then it was like okay, maybe I can do like seven minutes. You know, it was not like five minutes, and then tomorrow fifteen minutes, and then the day after half an hour. It was like you know five minutes of pottery up. And, and and you also have to realize that when you look at your house after this sort of thing has happened, it looks like a disaster zone which makes you feel even less encouraged to do anything.
0: Oh, yeah. Because
1: yeah. you're looking at it, you're like, oh my god, there's takeaway boxes on every surface. You know?
0: I, I just grumble about how, how we're all pigs and then just clean it and grumble a lot, but that's just me um yeah uh, then again i find myself doing that at you know in ops rooms at conventions too like how why are there empty drink containers here can't you throw can't you walk the three feet to the trash can and throw it why am i picking this up with you yeah, yeah. um but it's different when you've been sick because it's it's like you have to stop and you have to forgive yourself and say okay that's how i let it get you know okay we know yeah. why i had no choice moving on
1: yeah right? so it yeah. just became a, like a do a little bit and then they say do mm-hmm. a little bit and then you know for us it was a matter of try to do the little bit when you're feeling your best yes because you know when you're feeling your worst you're trying to do you're just trying to force yourself through it and it's horrible
0: mm-hmm. you
1: yeah. know so
0: and um, and yeah. you know it's a time window Right, you know, okay, I feel good now, I don't want to push myself too hard because it'll just be worse tomorrow if I do that, but
1: yeah, and this is where having a yeah. partner sometimes is helpful because like uh, I would do some like some vague amount of cleaning, and then I would have like I can only describe as sort of a panic attack because just the thinking of doing more mm-hmm. freak me out, but then like Drew would be able to take over from there. And then, you know, yes. when Drew was tired, I could maybe take over from there. So it's helpful. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. As, as long as you didn't push yourself to the point where you're done for the day and then, you know, and you're going to spend the next day recovering in, yeah. in you know,
1: in a, um, in, a, in a pool of your own uh, misery. Um, yes. Unfortunately, cleaning services would not touch the house because of the COVID.
0: Well, no, no, that's and that's perfectly understandable, you know.
1: Yeah. So, the solution um, of throwing money at it, which sometimes is a useful solution,
0: uh, was not going to happen. Yeah, and you, and until you were certified clear, and until they had an idea that they wouldn't have to come in and you know full hazmat suits with their own oxygen supplies, you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Exactly. Yeah. So it was. It was one of those things where you just kind of have to. To accept that that you would have to live in a small amount of squalor and it was going to be
0: okay. Mm-hmm. In fairness, since I was a teenage boy and my my sons were teenage boys, I'm used to some level of squalor.
1: <laughs> um. <laughs> was like, I, I was a boy once, and now we we just live in filth.
0: Yeah, or at least I know how to live in filth and know that it is it is something you can recover from. Um. <laughs>
1: Sorry, I'm just imagining like you know all teenage boys just sitting in a pile of like milk bottles or something, like those those giant milk cartons.
0: You you laugh at times, but you know they're they're. I would I would go be like, why what is in this garbage can and why is oh my god there there are you know uh, teenage boys are a special breed I think unto themselves uh, when they. You, you you have to teach them way more than you would think about that sort of thing and I just I'll just fall back to my my favorite response which is testosterone is a hell of a drug
1: <laughs> fair enough
0: yeah yeah um
1: so that's uh, pretty much mm-hmm. uh yeah how we kind of kept productive during this time
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then uh yeah i there were so many uh things going on so i had a few more contracts and i had to force myself to take shorter much shorter contracts right. than i would normally take because i'd be like two weeks at this place and then die for two weeks yeah and then two weeks at another place and then die for two weeks
0: mm-hmm. yeah but i but And it takes so long to recover that like I had no idea it would take as like after all the other things I've had, I I was not expecting the recovery period from from COVID. And theoretically, I am still not 100 Um, Mm percent, you know, uh, I I, theoretically, um, I don't know how to measure that, but there's certainly, you know, it, it. took way longer to recover than than i expected based on you know like my recovery from other severe bouts of things in the past
1: yep um and so anyway i think i was hmm?
0: yeah no go ahead
1: yeah no we were we were we took a long time as well like we took a couple months Mm -hmm. um anyway uh yeah, so that, that was basically the, the whole COVID section of the year.
0: Yes, we'll just highlight that in hot pink as the COVID section. And, um...
1: Yeah, uh, you may skip ahead to pass the COVID section. I think it would be a good section. Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, I started uh, going back on medication... I, I was actually starting to go back on medication before we had the COVID, and then I had to go back on, back on the medication for ADHD, yeah. which I have. Um, yeah. And part of it was that I was starting to fray at the edges the last time we talked in terms of like mm-hmm. daily concentration. Um, so we, we put me... Uh, and it's very interesting titrating a dosage of ADHD meds as an adult. Because the you know, every medicine has side effects and at the end of the day it's what side effects are you happy to live with?
0: Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, no. I the 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 full chemist's office that it feels like is in my back pocket. Um, of the different you know, the, the type two diabetes meds and the the, uh, the antidepressant and then the stuff for my restless legs so I can actually sleep at night. It's like, yeah, this is this is an interesting Combination and what do I need to do? You know, what are the side effects I'm having, and how can I mitigate them if I'm having them? Right. Okay. Um,
1: and I couldn't just like you know, as an adult, my my body chemistry is much different from when I was a child, so I couldn't just go back mm-hmm. on what I used to have before I stopped yeah. because I was preteen at the time. Well, I was a teen mm-hmm. at the time because we tried it. it a stupid idea. I went back on Ritalin. And then it had mm-hmm. it had the, the amazing side effect of not saving anything in my brain that was routine. But because a lot of things that I do being an accountant is routine, it just didn't save an entire day.
0: Right. Which, yeah, which that's bad.
1: Like I just didn't have it in the long-term memory or short-term memory. So um I was uh, I, I just remember the experience was quite jarring because I, I got to work and I'm typing at my computer it's 10 a.m you know and I'm putting in
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, invoices from like one mine site and then the next thing I know I'm putting invoices from another mine site my lunch is missing and I'm using a different coding from what I used this morning. And I have a vague recollection that I'm supposed to use a different coding moving forward, and it's four.
0: Yeah, that's you know I, I, I've had back in the day when I was significantly younger I would I would let myself I, I call it a fugue state mm-hmm. right get I would I would sit down. Uh, generally on a Sunday morning, I put on the local public broadcasting with its like home improvement shows and cooking shows. And I would say, I'm going to work on this piece of code. Um, And then like, it would be six hours later, there would be a full ashtray, two empty beer bottles, uh, you know, uh, the news hour was on and (laughs) there's you know, and there are dishes. So obviously hey, and the code compiled. I had no no clue what I had just done, but it worked. So okay. Um, yeah.
1: Whereas in, in my case, it wasn't quite like that because even in accounting, you have to do a lot of social stuff because you have to chase people. You have to go up to people and say, look, I need you to send me this report or I need you. I need this information before I can process your, your claim. Right. I had these conversations I had walked around the office like a normal person and talked to people and had full conversations, and this is why I was typing in a different code because I apparently had a really lengthy conversation about typing in different codes moving forward.
0: Okay.
1: So it wasn't just like, oh, I sat down and I didn't talk to anyone and I was hyper-focused. No, I, I walked around the office. I did my daily tasks. It just didn't save. That's that's fascinating. So, so it it was like it's like um you know when you when you have to hit the save button and it was just like a big blank there because it just didn't save it didn't save to the tape.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. So that's we had wild. to we had to stop ritalin. Yes, because uh, it happened a couple times. Uh, one in which I spent a day, uh, you know, doing housework and chatting to my husband, and then nothing saved.
0: Yeah, that's that's
1: actually kind of terrifying. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the Ritalin worked because that was really, really, very useful, um, but I was not happy with the side effect of having unsaved, unsaved experiences. Right. So we went with Vyvanse, which um, <clears throat> for the beginning period of time, if I got so much as a little bit excited. Uh, for about anything, uh, my heart rate would go up so high that my body would be like, ah, she's dying! And then the adrenaline would kick in. Yeah. Uh, right.
0: Bad. Bad. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, and we decided that Vyvanse was preferable, uh, but we had to take another medication to keep my heart rate steady. Yes. But it's preferable uh, to, like, not having saved experiences.
0: No, it is. it is very very preferable yeah and that's uh, i mean that's what on um that's what Ursula's on. so mm.
1: so you yeah. kind of have to yeah titrate as as yeah. to where you're at yeah i mean i'm sure there are people out there who prefer unsaved experiences
0: uh only when i'm getting dental work i mean <laughs> i about that yeah
1: i'm sorry kevin dental work is not routine enough
0: yeah well that's fair that is that is fair uh, but they, they give me nice drugs that are supposed to, that just erase your short term memory or turn it off for the procedures. And then, you know, so theoretically I wasn't awake and even if I was in great pain, I have absolutely no memory of it.
1: Well, so, that's always a bonus.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, So did you have to rebuild like habits and systems and organization or were you able to like start to ease yourself back into the systems you already had in place?
1: Well, because my systems are largely time-based, as I said, it was like, do this, Mm -hmm. drink tea, do that, eat lunch, do that. Um, Right. There was a bit of a mess of rhythm because my stomach had decided that clocks were now no longer working. And that I would just yep. get hungry at, like, you know, whenever. <laughs> but after a while, you know, I did manage to go back into that rhythm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I would I would just do, do the same thing every day and just sort of slowly get there. And uh, I had two more, two or three more contracts. But, again, once you specialize, I think when you're, like, mm-hmm. I'm an AP specialist, I've been doing this AP kind of thing consulting as an AP specialist for years now um, Yeah. once you've got kind of your set routine, you find that you can apply it to pretty much anywhere you go right <laughs> you know, check your emails in the morning enter invoices for a certain period of time, write manuals and lather, rinse and repeat so you know I think that people tend to discount how much confidence they have in their own experience. Right. When it comes to like, like if you've been doing something for years um, and you know that it works, you know, you just need to have the confidence to take it wherever you go.
0: That's, that's fair. Uh, It's only been when I've, well, I, I've only had three jobs in the last, let's not do math, but it, it's been over a decade, right? And the routine, other than meeting times, has I've been able to maintain. Um, it was very different when I was, if I would change jobs and I'd have to go into an office, because your, your office time and routine changes every time you would change jobs. Hmm. I find, If that makes
1: sense, yeah. Yeah, I find like the first three days I'm getting used to the rhythms of a new office mm-hmm. and then after that I can either bend it to my will or um, dun, dun, dun. Oh. Dun, 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 or, you know, I find a rhythm that works for that office that still fits in what I normally would do you know, i.e. Right. you know, three hours tea time, three hours lunch time you know, or, or no, it's one and a half hours tea time, one and a half hours lunch time one and a half hours of time, you know? Yep. So you you kind of get that, uh, you know, after a while, you need to kind of, like, either it adapts to your system or you adapt to its system, but you get there in the end.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: Yeah. uh, I mean, every, every company has like a different payment day, payment day. Some of them are monthly, some of them are weekly, some of them are weekly actually, mm-hmm. but you kind of like just get it in there, like just work oh, it yeah. into your routine. Um, so that was, that was it. The biggest issue I had, um, actually fairly recently, cause I'm an accountant. I've right. recently started working at a school, and when I started working at the school, I went from weekly paychecks to fortnightly paychecks. Oh. And that really screwed up my entire accounts planning. Right. And budgeting oh, yeah, process. No.
0: Hmm? Um, yeah, no, I, I that shift is always hard. Even... Um, You know, because uh, I've had that happen where I was on the standard here is usually uh, two weeks. But if if you're on the the every you get paid every two weeks and it shifts to monthly, that throws your entire budget into disarray and Mm -hmm. you have to to change all kinds of things. Yeah. And if you're used to uh, even a shorter time period and now it's a longer time period that, you know, one week, to two weeks is uh, is, as a massive change and you know to help you if you know because I know all the government things like schools and things here it's all monthly. Mm. So yeah
1: so I had to go back and rejig my financial habits mm-hmm. because my husband calls it squirreling. I used to like hack yeah. every every last penny that I'm not spending on groceries or bill money. Into like a long-term savings account, which has higher interest. Yeah. The problem was that because I was being paid weekly, I had the rhythm of doing it this much, and now I had to do it both more and less percentage-wise, less. Yeah, you know, but amount-wise, more. So it became, it, it, for the first month or so, we would be a little bit in the red. Because I had put everything into long terms and taking it out of long terms uh, took too long, oh, yeah. you know, to fit the bill cycle, and I had budgeted incorrectly, so uh, it, it it was a whole thing. It was very bad. <laughs> it took me two months to figure it out, two or three months, and um, like towards the end of every pay cycle, we're like, oh, my God, we only had twenty cents." Cause like we have 20 cents and like 2000 bucks, but we can't touch the 2000 bucks.
0: Right. Yeah. Because it's, it's locked up. Yeah. No, yeah. it's, um, it's a thing. It really is. And, and yeah. changing around financial planning or, or how you're spending money is, you know, it can be very difficult and, uh, you know, Oh man. Yeah. Um, mm. Especially so, with, with unanticipated mm-hmm. changes like that, yeah,
1: yeah. So it had to be um, hit, hit back to the drawing board and redo all of my Excel spreadsheets, redo all the right. calculations.
0: I, I have to laugh, of course, it's an Excel, your, your accountant.
1: So I'm an accountant, right? I'm going to use Excel, so sit yes. down, redo the Excel spreadsheets, redo the calculation, and then we found. The solution was we now have a the short term and then a medium mm-hmm. term bank account, and then the 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 long term. so every every time we get the paychecks, we put the I scroll away the money into the medium term bank account. right. At the end of the month, when the next paycheck comes in, I can then put half the money in the medium term bank account into long term. Yes. So that if we need to get stuff out of medium term, it is overnight rather than like over a week.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. And then now we don't have to touch the long term because it's getting it's in there. So we no longer have that, that problem of you put too much stuff in the long term bank account and now we're in the red, but we're not. And it's weird.
0: Right. Yeah. You, and and at least here, yeah, that's that's a, a common thing. It's you know, oh yes, I I've invested money, and oh no, I need it. But if I need it, if I take it out, I'm going to get penalized quite severely. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah. So it it was um, it was one of those exercises in like, okay, a solution is to have three pools rather than two. Which I highly recommend because that way when you're at the end of the period and you're feeling more comfortable, you know, don't yeah. put all of what's in the medium term into the long term, but put like half of it.
0: Yeah. And and that way you're still growing your long-term savings and you're not as worried about the short
1: term. Right? Yeah. Because you still have it in there. So it's, it's kind of like a moving pool. It, it works really well for us. Um, the other thing that worked really well was um, my husband now has his own little bank account for husbandly projects and clothes.
0: Ah, yes, very useful.
1: So I just put money into the husbandly account, and he may spend it on weird stuff. Because previously, what would happen was he would be like, "I would like a bandsaw, or 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 a, or an insert." a blah blah socket wrench something something
0: right
1: you know he'd just come to me and be like i i would like to purchase an unintelligible object and i would be like how much is this unintelligible object and he'd be like you know to to uh like 50 bucks sometimes it's only is 50 bucks and i'd be like of course you may spend 50 bucks on the unintelligible object right you know it's not a lot of money you may buy the unintelligible object. And, and so now uh, instead of him coming to me every time he because he needed you know he needed to feel secure that he had permission to buy anything right you know because I was in charge of the money and so now I give him two hundred dollars and he can buy as many unintelligible <laughs> objects as he so wishes or he may save up to buy a particularly large unintelligible object. And yes. and I I don't know what these things do, and that's fine. Uh, and and you know if, if it's two hundred dollars, you can spend it on whatever you wish. And then if I wish him to buy some clothes, I will earmark some of the money I put in his in his money box uh, for that. It's only so that I don't have to look at the Hawaiian shirts that he purchases. Ah yes. Because I know he loves them. <laughs> and I know that he will drag me to look at them so that I may approve of his Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> and I do not, as a general rule, approve of any Hawaiian shirts. Uh,
0: yeah, well then, yeah, don't go to Hawaii.
1: Um... I know. <laughs> uh, so, so if he wishes to buy them, he can use his, his funds and I don't have to look at them and he can go and he can wear them and I don't have to spend an inordinate amount of time admiring them. Right. And they go on that side of the closet where I don't look at them at all.
0: <laughs> that's that's awesome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it, having that as as a, as a method of like, you know, because otherwise, and I find this seems to be a cultural thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A lot of, of, of my friends also have, um, husbands who will ask them for permission to buy anything. I'm not sure what it is.
0: It, um, it, it's, it may be a cultural thing. I know it isn't a, uh, uh, it isn't something like we necessarily do, but there's always the sort of the fallback of, um, of, hey, um, uh, what is it uh, at least in in our relationship do we have do you have enough money and are you going to you know are you causing yourself financial stress then okay it's fine yeah you know
1: i i just i think my husband bought something uh recently and he was so proud of it uh, it was like a some sort of saw uh jigsaw wow ah, okay right and um he installed it in his workbench in the garage and he took a photograph of it and sent it to my family, who are not <laughs> DIY people, by the way. Right. We're Asians, right? <laughs> Other people do DIY. We just we just study a lot, <laughs> so. Right. They took a picture of it and showed it to my family, and my dad was like, "Oh, it's a pink hole." Because it was a pink plate that like, he hadn't peeled off the the plastic on it, right? In my dad's car. Ah, yes, yes. And my dad's color mine is actually the blue plastic on the silver. My dad's, it's a pink. Yes, plate. yes. Oh
0: no!
1: You know, in 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 a table, congratulations, <laughs> <laughs> question mark. <laughs> my dad, Drew's just like it's a it's a something something saw, so. and you know the the one that you, you you can you know, slided two holes in the middle of wood, right? I can't remember what it's yes, called. Yes, yes. It's like a bandsaw or something. And my dad's like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> the, least, the least complimentary compliment is just like, yay. <laughs> Congratulations yay. on the hole in your table.
0: Well, you know, if you made a hole in the table, you should be, you know, proud of it. I don't
1: know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so that's... um. So that's uh, my advice for like keeping my official accountant advice for keeping your money fluid and also for like absolving yourself of, um, of uh, buying unintelligible objects. I mean, other than the fact that I do have a rule for myself, not necessarily for Drew, for right. myself. And the rule is if you purchase the unintelligible object, And you do not use the unintelligible object. You must then sell the unintelligible object or get rid of it so that it no longer sits around collecting dust.
0: Ah, So
1: I have a number of bizarre objects in my house, but I use them all.
0: Yes. And I I admit, I recently... Rearranged my office, cleaned my office as I was replacing storage things and threw out things like cables that I no longer have like devices to connect to that I was keeping just in case, just in case I'm like, why am I keeping, you know, five VGA cables, I don't even own anything that that has, you know, anything that even uses a VGA connection anymore. Why, why do I have all of these cables? Yeah. And um, now that means of course, next week, something that requires a VGA connection will drop in my lap, but that's neither here nor there.
1: Yeah. Why don't you somehow?
0: Yeah. Or I can, or Amazon still stocks them.
1: Yeah. So the the idea is that if you don't use it within the year, you're not going to use it next year. You don't use it this year. You're not going to use it next year.
0: Right. Right.
1: So, you can have as many unintelligible objects as you so wish, but you should use them within the year that you've purchased them in. And not just once because you were playing with it outside of the box.
0: Uh yeah, that's because yeah. you that's do fair.
1: always you do always like, Oh, I have a new unintelligible object, I shall use it for like two days. And then you stop using it for a year after that.
0: Yeah. Why am I why am I keeping this around? And I've asked myself that multiple times. Why am I keeping this around? I don't I don't need this. Um I will. I, I'm not actually going to fix it uh, or whatever it is. Uh, I will. I will sell it. Um,
1: sell so it or it move it be. on, so that it doesn't sit in your house, uh, taking up space that could be easily used by another more useful and object.
0: Yes, yes, indeed.
1: To wit, I have a machine. It makes hot chocolate. It only oh. makes hot chocolate. I use it daily. Um, yes. So even though it is a machine for which it only has one purpose, and that purpose is make fancy hot chocolate, it lives here, and it is used.
0: I cannot. Um, I, I I cannot speak uh, against that, considering I have a machine that makes that is very specific. All it does is is make coffee out of the fancy coffee pods. And I use it daily, and but that's all it does is make, you know. Although there are there are hot cocoa, hot chocolate pods, and you know things for it that I can use. Um, yeah. I I don't because they all have sugar in them, but that's you know neither here nor there.
1: Um, I um I have this thing every day. I put some milk in it. I go to the kitchen and I chop up a block of chocolate. Into tiny, tiny pieces, Ooh. put the tiny pieces in the milk, and then I press the button and it goes. Wah, so that's <laughs> uh, it, goes. Wah, ee, wah. That's if you put like actual um, sugar in it. So I put maple syrup in it because ah. you have to turn it into simple syrup, otherwise, it makes a horrible noise, which is. Wah, ee, wah, ee. <laughs> and then you're just sitting there, like, okay, no, no.
0: Um, now I want to. Now I want to know what this machine is. This sounds like a, a, a wonderful single-purpose machine, but I bet I can use it for other things. Um, uh,
1: I don't know. There's a li- label on it that I have put on it. Just says "selfies chocolate machine." <laughs> the brand right. is Revel. I'm just picking it up now. You can't oh, see it. Oh, it's a Revel. Okay. It, it, it was cheap because Revel. cheap a Milk Cafe model VMF six hundred. It says at the bottom.
0: FA model what was that model number?
1: Uh BM F six hundred.
0: Six hundred. See now I can find that. I can I can absolutely find that. So yes. Um, yeah. so you put it <laughs> in, I will those people, yes.
1: it goes and then about five or five minutes, not even five minutes, like three or four minutes later, you've got like beautifully perfectly smooth hot chocolate. That you have either sweetened with maple syrup or not sweetened at all, depending on your mood. Then you pour that into a mug and then you can put <sighs> clean water in it and turn it up to full and it and, and like a drop of detergent and it washes itself.
0: I uh, see now that's that's always nice. It washes itself. That is
1: Yeah. So it has one purpose. The purpose is to make me my hot chocolate at three o'clock every day, and it does that <laughs> with amazing regularity.
0: Oh. Oh, wow. They're like Wow, they're not that expensive either.
1: Have they made a new one with new bells and whistles? It was pretty cheap when I bought it. It was like
0: uh, No, it's it's uh, well, it may be that it costs more here. Um Oh, but you can replace you can replace the frothing discs.
1: Yes, you can. It has like a yes. a very frothy and a non-frothy, and uh, I tend to use the non-frothy um because Uh, I keep forgetting the one very important thing is that uh, chocolate has mass.
0: Yes, yes it does.
1: And if I put it on the very frothy setting, right, and I fill it up to the max with my milk, and then I put the chocolate in it, and then it's now over the line. Now you get frothy
0: all over the place, right?
1: Yeah, even if it is even a tiny bit over the line of the maximum frothy, it goes everywhere. So I have decided that... Uh, my solution is no um, uh, rather than learn that chocolate has mass, I would I would rather go with a non-frothy option. Yes, oh,
0: oh, I see there it's it's actually a milk frother that you can add things to and it heat, it heats the milk as part of it. So mm-hmm. I see yes.
1: but I, I, I like it anyway, it makes my hot chocolate. that's all it does. Yes. So it is okay to have single single use devices, provided they are used.
0: Yeah, and we use. I, I mean, yeah, the the single even all of my single use tools. Well, they're not single use, but you know what I mean. Um, all of my like oh, the tools, the, yeah. Yeah, I, it's uh, I I do end up using them at least once a year, um, even if I. Didn't you know? Bought a circular saw for one thing, and then I ended up using it like five. I, I end up using it at least once once a year. Um, so, yes, that is lovely.
1: Yeah, the converse rule to the um, uh, to the use your, your single purpose tool uh, more than once a year uh, is mm-hmm. uh, when you find you are using a single use tool for everything, then you have a problem.
0: No, ah, yes.
1: To wit, um, my father fa- uh, came to visit. Now, my dad is not a gardener, Told but um, he decided to self-impose that he was going to mow my lawn and, you know, trim all my bushes And uh, because he was bored. Um, and he saw one of my neighbors had this hedge trimmer and you know the, the electric hedge trimmer, right? Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So he went out and purchased for himself an electric hedge trimmer, which he is allowed to do. And uh, when, when all you have is an electric hedge trimmer, everything is oh, a hedge. No. Yes. Uh, so he accidentally murderized uh, one of my rosemary bushes because oh, no. it was a hanging rosemary and he was trying to neaten it up um but because it was hanging he just cut right through the main stalk
0: yeah that's that's um, a problem.
1: and then we had to take it away because we found him trying to trim a dandelion with it
0: i yeah um yeah no we we had a battery operated chainsaw that that Ursula has and it was uh a bit there were a lot of things you can do with an electric chainsaw. And there are a lot of things you need the more powerful chainsaw for. And, uh, so now we have both and use them occasionally, uh, use them at least once a year. So yeah.
1: So use them at least once a year. Mm-hmm. And then when everything starts looking like a hedge, maybe you don't need a hedge trimmer.
0: That's fair. That's yeah. Fair. Or, you know, when it looks like everything can be cut up with a chainsaw, maybe you don't need a chainsaw.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> maybe or, or rather maybe you you should not have a chainsaw because you are you know not a responsible chainsaw user
0: yes um now we have to pause here yeah uh because because it is uh dark and i need to go collect eggs
1: okay i will i will we can pause sure
0: yes or i guess it's stop and do a new recording we're going to find out folks we're using a new tool so this is this is exciting we'll pause here and we'll be right back uh yeah. but you won't get music
1: no, I want music. Do 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 do. Do do do
0: So um, I was sitting here thinking of what word we can use for this week uh, with all of the things going on. And I thought about all of the, uh, the complex tragedies or, or situations Selfie has found herself in uh, since we last talked. And so this week our word is owl vomit. yes. O-W-L-V-O-M-I-T. I could say owl pellet, but owl vomit just seems so much more appropriate. Um, you can take that word and roll over to productivityalchemy.com in your favorite web browser and type it into the spot that says activity code and you will get a badge. Isn't that awesome? You will get a badge. Uh, they're pretty badges. I try to make sure they're pretty and unique for every single episode. Handcrafted with love. by. Uh, usually I would say by monsters at this point, but uh, that means I'm the monster and I'm trying really hard not to be the monster, if that makes sense. Anyway, uh, the other things you can find over there at ProductivityAlchemy.com are prior episodes, the notes for, and links for this episode, for the last episode, for all the pr- prior episodes. Uh, you can find bios, you can find a, a link to send in your comments. You can comment on episodes. We will read them on air. You can email me. Um, There is pretty much a lot of stuff there for you to look at. The one thing you do not click, though, is the forbidden link. The forbidden link. That is the link that says support. Um, Despite the dog being a very expensive hound at the moment, we're still in good shape financially. We don't need uh, you to give us anything. We would instead prefer you give your money to someone who needs it way more than we do. And we're going to start uh, this week with, um, spoiler for next week, um, donate to your local or an international um, cancer research um, nonprofit. Or organization. I will put a couple links into the show notes for you. Um, if you do not feel like donating to either of those, please give to your nearest, uh, you know, volunteer animal health organization because they're out there doing good work, uh, and uh, you know, they're it's just amazing. But those are those are your uh, charities for the week, and that about wraps it up for me. I have to go make sure all the chickens went in. They were still. Some of them were just being like, I'm going to sit on top of the coop, and you can't make me go in a little earlier. So, um, yeah, we will uh, hear more from Selfie next week. Uh, There will be an update on the chicks. There may even be an update on Ursula's productivity. We shall see. And on that note, y'all get out there and do your best to um, stay productive, no matter if an owl vomits on you. I know, right?